choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, what's going on, y'all? Um, this is Thanks for Asking, here with episode number 74. I'm suave at Sincerely Suave. <coughs> mm, sorry, y'all. Kel's at KMGZ. And, um, so, yeah, we're back. Um, to start with, I remember this week. Start with yours and neighbor twos. Um, you got one? Um, no. I don't think I have anything extraordinary. I guess just Hillary for how she handled, um, and finessed Trump the other night. Um, outside of that, I can't think of anything else. I had a whole stack of notes for this episode, and I cannot find them, and I cannot remember. I had a yours and negative two, and didn't change. I was in the gym, and I was like, I'm somebody else, but I cannot remember what it is now. So, I'll just have to come up with one on the fly, and as usual, I'll give it to Rihanna, because I watched her uh, Fenty live stream today on title for her spring line for Puma, and listen... I, you know, Puma is not a brand that I have. When we was in school, Puma was like the, the refugees and the Mexicans wore them shits. Like, no, nobody, them shits did not fly. Like, you just did not wear Puma. Like, you didn't. They was hot for like when they, for like in the, when they first came out, like before my time, like back, I think in like in the 70s when, when, when like hip hop first started and the break dances first started, like real, like early 80s, late some day was hot. But like, then, you know, Night came out and Adidas and Fila and some, you know, other, Air Force Ones basically came out, and then Puma's like, nobody was wearing them shits. Only the fucking Haitians who was, like, just off the boat was wearing them shits. So, Puma said all to say, Puma's, you know, not a brand that, you know, I've ever paid much attention to. Um, but yo, this spring line that she did, like, I can't, I'm not gonna, I, like, I, I can't even explain, like, you have to see it, like, you, you, it looks, you would not believe this is Puma, like, she designed, this shit is, I don't like everything in it, and I would not wear most of the stuff. It ain't for me, though. It's, like, for, for, for like, girly girls. But, like, just look at the quality and, like, the setting. Like, you would have thought this was, like, some real high, high fluting fashion house. Like, it was, I'm like, this is Puma. It was great. And she designed it, and, like, yo, her shit make yay shit and other people's shit, because I ain't mentioned all the names. I'm tired of arguing with y'all. But other people's lines, other entertainers and people have lines out her shit make they shit look basic as fuck like this shit is really good like she came out with them shoes and them boots that she designed like yo it was shout out to her cause I that shit looked incredible and I was like this is fucking Puma this shit looks like high class as fuck so is it a workout line or is it a bunch of stuff this, the, the fall one was more work so the fall one that's out now that everybody saw that looks way more workout stuff but this spring line is like, it's I can't even explain. Like you just gotta see it. Like it's it's like a um, it's more like loungewear sorta. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of flowing robes. It's a lot of like there's jackets, but they're very. It's not I don't, it's not workout. Like you just gotta see it. Like I can't really explain what it was, but it, it wasn't what I was. I thought it was just gonna be the spring version of what's out now. You know, some different sweatpants, maybe different colors. You know, because she got the, she has different, because she has the creepers, which the shoes are kind of dope. So I thought it was just going to be the spring version of that. But this is like some new shit. Like, I don't, you just got to see it. But um, it was really good. And it was in Paris. Definitely made a chest move with that. Yeah, the set, yeah she got them, with their, her, their stocks is through the roof. It's, I mean, there's other people that got Puma deals, but nothing like this. Like, they, she got them on her back because that shit is like nice. Um, so, it's like high fashion nice, like, like, it's not, in other words, it's not like, you can't be just some regular booger chick and wear that shit, like, you gotta be trying to look nice and go somewhere, like, nice to wear that shit, like, it ain't like, you see these girls sliding around the Puma slides now, it's not that, it's, it's a step up from that, um, was it everything, like, shoes, clothes, glasses, it was, it was, 
No, it wasn't. The glasses are Chanel. Um, they might have used them as accessories. Did they have? I don't think. Maybe. I, I, no, no, no. She had hats, so she has hats, and it was the clothes. It was mainly clothes. They had her shoes on, but they wasn't really focused on the shoes. It was mainly the clothes. Um, it was dope. Those only by start. It was late. I guess fashion shows just start late. It was late. It didn't start to like two. A little after two. And it was only like 15, 20 minutes they walked through. She actually walked in the show low-key. She came out with one of the, her outfits on, and you didn't really realize it was her until after cause she pulled the hood off. It was dope. Um, Leandra had it on Snap as ever. Her commentary is always funny. Um, so shout-out to her. Shout-out to that uh, title stream, too. Title stream is clutch, man. I'm telling you, man. You don't miss nothing with a title stream. Like, you know what? It was just like I was there. Um... Alright, so, let's move on to current events, and we don't have that many, because we had so many the last time. There has been two more shootings, and then there was a mall shooting, and there was a school shooting today, but as we said, we can't keep talking about these shootings, but there's two more police shootings, one in California, dude had a seizure or something, they shot him. Haven't read up on it, don't know too much about it. And then there was another one somewhere else that I know even less about. And then, kid up in Washington yesterday shot up the mall and I think he killed some people if I'm not mistaken maybe four or five people and then just today shooter in South Carolina school but I don't think anybody was killed I think a teacher I said I think they said a teacher and two students were injured but I don't think they I don't think anybody died and except for his father they found his father dead so he killed his father so there y'all go so the biggest current event was the um the presidential debate Monday night, right? Yes, Monday night. What did you think about it? It went about how I knew it was going to go from day one. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that shit was pure comedy. Um, I almost couldn't believe like, that it was happening, but at the same time, I had no choice but to believe it. Um, it felt like a mad TV sketch or SNL <laughs> or some shit like that. It didn't feel it really real. Was. It was very real. <laughs> I I don't know. I laughed the entire time. Like I just couldn't stop laughing. I actually want to take that back. It didn't go I so as you as I've said on here and if anybody follows me on Twitter knows, I have all the confidence in the world that Hillary Clinton's gonna win this election. I'm not panicking, I'm not jumping out the window because I don't think that the, the this Trump uh uh mania or whatever you want to call it is anything abnormal or anything new. I think it's always it's it's just the Republican Party is just so dysfunctional that they just allow this to occur because they just refuse to deal with reality. These people have always been there. This fringe has always been there. It's always been a part of the Republican Party. It's just not the majority. It's like 20-30% of their party that they try to pretend like it's not there. It's always there. So the fact that that you know he's the, it's just it's I'm not paying like I don't everyone's like oh my god this is brand new and it's gonna get worse it's not gonna get worse not gonna get better it's not it's always been this way it's always been the same we just had other shit to worry about they didn't have the internet they didn't have twitter and the republican party was you know a little bit responsible and kept them out they wouldn't allow the clan in so to be so upfront about being in they wouldn't allow the things that Donald Trump is saying to become a part of their platform it is now so they're you know the, the shit that we've known that, that they've been this whole time is now the face of the party I'm not shocked at all I have all the confidence in Hillary Clinton I'm a little I'm a little I'm a little tired of people selling Hillary short like y'all think she just stumbled into this and like oh my god is she gonna be able to win this debate are y'all for real y'all really thought she wasn't gonna beat Donald Trump in a debate Seriously, like this man is a moron. He doesn't know anything. Like he didn't even really win the Republican debates. It's just there was just such a shit show, and these people are so ridiculous that he just they just kept voting for him. He didn't even win those debates. It's like come on, like y'all, y'all, y'all. I don't know, y'all, y'all be selling Hillary, man. Y'all be trying to play Hillary. Hillary is not the one. Um, I, but I was surprised because I did actually think that Donald would. I knew. I knew that he would fall apart like he did because it just, he doesn't, there's nothing there. He's an idiot, he has no plans, he has no idea what he's talking about he's just up there talking like every old white man in America does and that was it. So I knew that eventually we were going to get to incoherence like we did. I just didn't realize it was going to do that fast, but as soon as I saw it, I realized that what they did. Hillary knew exactly what she was doing. Hillary knew that 
he's a narcissist and he's going to respond to personal jabs and the first thing she said was that he didn't have that much money and she had him from that point on he was pissed the whole entire rest of the debate from that remark and it was clear and it was obvious and the whole rest of the debate he was just personal attacking her and she's wrong and she's lying just he, she had him, so I am confident that they had a, a behavioral profile or a personality profile in there, that they broke that motherfucker down to his fucking neurons, and they told her, look, this is what you do, this is how you're gonna get to him, lawyers do the same thing, this is, you know, this is this guy personality type, they, they're good for this, or this is how you break them, so I'm positive that they did that, and I'm positive that every dig she took at him was on purpose, and it was intentional, and it was perfectly timed, because Hillary Clinton is a master politician, and it kills me how y'all hold the fact that she's a master politician, and gives her, oh, she's been in too long, she, all these, you know, scams and scandals and things that Hillary supposedly has, you know, she's in Illuminati and all this bullshit, and she assassinated JFK, and all this shit y'all got her doing, and in the same breath, though, she's so incompetent that she can't deal with the Donald Trump, like, I don't understand it, like, what is the truth? Um, so I was shocked by how fast she broke him down. She broke that motherfucker down like a fraction. So quick. That motherfucker was pissed. He was breathing hard. And the sniffles everybody's talking about. I mean, I personally, I haven't run any, like, sound tests or anything like that. I don't think they were sniffles. I think they were breaths. I think he was mad and he was trying to control his breathing. Because that's what they do. That's one thing they tell you, like, in anger management, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Or how to, you know, acting school, whatever it is. When you're angry... You have you have to control your breath so that you don't show. He was gripping the side of that of that podium. He was fidgeting back and forth, and every time he spoke, it was. I don't think he was sniffling. I think he was breathing. He was trying to control his breathing because he was mad and he was. Tra- and I'm sure they told him you can't fly off the handle, even though he did anyway because he can't help himself. But that was his. I have to stand here and I have to look presidential and I have to look mature. That's the, I think he was breathing. I don't think it was sniffles. I think it was breaths because he every time he did it was before he spoke. So you know whatever, but it was masterful, she came out there in that red, looking like Nancy goddamn Reagan, she did that shit on purpose, to appeal to the Republicans who are, who I told y'all about before, who will die before they vote for Donald Trump, and let them trail apart, rabble-razzles, get anywhere near White House or policy, and it was just perfect, she, I said, oh, the signaling was great, she, She's mad. She knows what she's doing, and she's gonna win this election, and I'm not panicked, and I, I don't understand how any again, if you think Donald Trump is gonna be Hillary Clinton, I need you to tell me, give me the electoral map of the states that he's gonna win. Yeah, I thought it was great. I did notice that she switched up her um, oratory presentation um, a bit. She gave um, relatable um, speeches, or speech, and she used personal um, stories to make it make it relatable, which I thought was very smart and well placed. Um, especially in talking about small business, I think that rang home. What I did appreciate the most was when the email thing came up. Um, she handled that with the most grace that I've ever seen anyone handle um, conflict on that platform. And she was just like, you know what? It was wrong. It was stupid. And um, we move on. And I thought that that was. Which, she's, which she said five million times already. The email scandal is not a scandal. Anybody who works in Washington who works in those tell you that's not a fucking scandal. The media will not let it go. Nobody cares about it. It's not a scandal. It, she's been cleared by every fucking agency there is to clear, by Congress, by the FBI, by the CIA, by the Justice League, by the fucking, um, you know, Captain America, everybody. Everybody done looked at this shit and been like, it's nothing here. So, you know, it's not a scandal. The media will not let it go. Um, they want this shit to be Watergate so bad. Meanwhile, all kind of real scandals connected Donald Trump that we not hear nothing about. Um, the nigga don't pay taxes, which he admitted on TV. That makes me smart. Like, nigga, yo, whatever. I'm not, any, nobody, if anybody who is moronic enough to vote for Donald Trump, there's nothing that you're going to be able to say to them, no facts you're going to be able to present them that's going to change their vote. Because these fucking poor, white, stupid motherfuckers actually think that this motherfucker who don't give a fuck about them, who's a billionaire, who wouldn't let them, who would call the cops for them trespassing on his property, give a fuck about him, about them, and that he's this businessman, and he's he's a terrible businessman. So, you know, 
debates don't really debates don't matter anyway. They certainly don't matter here. Like if you're if all these undecided, you're not undecided. You're a moron. How can you be undecided at this point? You're either voting for this clown or you're not. There's no undecided. If you're undecided, you're a moron because there's no choice here. There's no choice at all. You have a woman who is the most qualified candidate of anybody I can think of to be president, and you got this clown. So if you're, you know, I don't know, I don't know how you're undecided at this point, other than that you're a moron. And I just count you as a Trump voter because who the fuck is undecided? As soon as you heard Donald Trump's name, you should have been like, not that guy. Like, I, you know. So whatever. I don't, I don't buy into all that bullshit. Um, I'm not watching no more of these debates though. Like, I'm, I'm not watching that ever again. Like, I. I, I it don't make me no difference. I know who I'm voting for, and that was all I need to say. I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see it. Like I have to witness this for myself. This. I was watching that. That was some of the best TV I've seen in, in ages. Not watching that shit. I was like, this Saturday Night Live skit come to life. I just want to watch it so I can say I did, so I can have a story for the ages. But that's all I need to see. I don't need to see Hillary Clinton put through that ever again. Like you know, I. I <clears throat> if you don't have your mind made up about Hillary by now, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, what was the other? Did I have another one? I think that was it, right? Oh, no. <laughs> it's related to this. So, sorry, y'all have like some, I don't know what. So, <laughs> last night, was it last night? It might have even been during debate, I can't think. I think it was last night. I started seeing this tweet of <laughs> of Mary J. Blige like singing to Hillary Clinton I saw it like two times but I didn't pay any attention because I thought it was either one of them um, funny or die skits like she did with Zach um whatever the fuck's name is Zach Galaficus or whatever I thought it was yeah, one of yeah I thought it was one of them or sorry you know how good you niggas are on the internet I thought it was like something somebody came up with but this shit is real it's Mary J. Blige singing like Singing like this song to Hillary about stopping frizz. And it, everything about it is funny. The song itself is funny. But the funniest part, the part that just t- took me down was Hillary's face. Because Hillary looked like she does not like know what is happening. Like, why is this occurring? I didn't think. I, y'all seen it. This shit is hilarious. Like, the song is funny. But Hillary's face. Hillary looks like. Her kids, you know, when you like your kids let your Jehovah's Witnesses in without asking you, you come downstairs and the Jehovah's Witnesses are already in, so you gotta talk and talk to them. That's how Hillary's looking like. Like, God, like she just got trapped by this. And she, when Mary starts singing, Hillary's face is like, girl, they gonna fry you for this. Don't you know? Don't you know how stupid you look? She is looking at her like, oh dear. Let me just keep a straight face, cause I. Oh man, I got so many memes off that shit. That shit is hilarious. And then Mary got so Mary. And then it was and this is this is the funniest part. When I saw that shit, I was gonna tweet a joke. Cause they everybody kept tweeting a while where Mary reaches over and grabs Hillary's hand and Hillary like leans in. So I was gonna cheat a tweet a joke that when Mary was like, So Hillary, what is the four one one? Don't you know that's the name of the goddamn special? What is the four one one? I was like, yo. Like, are they for real? Mary reacted to this. <laughs> she, just, she got bad. She got so bad. She called us crabs in the barrel. Her, Denzel, I don't understand. Yo, y'all gonna get these jokes to internet. Anybody can get it. We don't give a fuck. You could be Jesus. Save lives. Mother Teresa. Cure cancer. We give a fuck. If it's funny, you getting these jokes. Y'all could y'all be getting mad offended. Like, like y'all. Like we can't. I was doing something serious for the people. We don't care. We don't care what you was doing. We clown Martin Luther King. We clown Malcolm. It don't matter. You getting these jokes? Like, stop getting mad about it. Like, it's gonna happen. We gonna laugh. This shit is funny. Mary going through
<laughs> keep your wallet inside. Like, <laughs> keep your wallet inside. <laughs> Yo, somebody wrote that. Who are your people? <laughs> she was so serious. And Hillary's face was like, what's happening right now? And Hillary's probably saying, like, girl, this, this, this is not the song. What the hell are you doing right now? Hillary's <laughs> probably like, all that fighting I had to do about respect, respectability politics. Here you come doing this shit. That's how she looks. She looked like, wait a minute, where's this going? <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> he said, what now? Oh my god! Oh god, that shit. Ooh, that shit was funny. Mary got mad. <laughs> you gonna get these jokes? Um. All right. <laughs> what else? Anything else happened today? I don't think so. Right? Not, nothing too much. Well, we can add if you want. Did you hear? Did you hear the um Breakfast Club this morning? No. Or yesterday morning? Mm-mm, I saw y'all talking about it though. DJ Envy's dumbass was on there basically defending stop and frisk. He think it was a good idea if it was done right. All this dumb shit. Need to get these guns out. Let me tell you about stop and frisk. It was a it was determined not to, the court determined it unconstitutional but that's over there. Big deal but I'm saying over there. Before that occurred the reason the court determined, one of the reasons that the court determined it was unconstitutional because stop and frisk was instituted back in the 90s or whatever by uh, Giuliani and uh, like all this 9-11 shit and they've had all these years of data and research and all the data, all of the data, not some of it, all of the data has shown that number one it is discriminatory because they were only targeting black and Latino people, even in white neighborhoods, even when in predominantly white neighborhoods where they were supposed to be like you know, uh, administering the policy uh, equally, they were only stopping black and Latino people. So they were harassing black and Latino people, and and none of the statistics, none of the statistics support <coughs> supports that it was effective. In fact, it was ineffective. It had no. <coughs> My God, sorry y'all. It had no. Um, It did not lower crime. It had no effect on crime rates. It did not get any weapons off the street. It did not get any drug <coughs> any drugs off the street. It was ineffective. So it was ineffective and it was discriminatory according to all data and all statistics. And it was ruled unconstitutional by a court. But here you are on the radio defending it and saying in your opinion it could work and shut up shut up you sound dumb shut up it targeted apparently he told some story about how he got robbed he got robbed like what (laughs) then he got shit to do with it you got well we need to get some guns off yes we do we need to get guns off the street however stopping frisk was not getting guns off the street so what you talking about right now and what you getting robbed got to do with it nothing so I'm just tired I'm just tired of people just thinking that their opinion is all they need. Like, your opinion is wrong, nigga. Your opinion is wrong. What you're saying is wrong. This is facts right here. We have facts. You don't agree with them? Like, nobody cares. Like, I'm just tired of that. Like, I'm tired. This is how we get Donald Trump as a Republican candidate because people are stupid and people think that they can just say what they want to say and give their opinion regardless of fact and regardless of data and regardless of everything being to the contrary they can just insist that they're right and give their opinion and say this and say that and say the other thing and just be completely wrong and just get to say it and that's how you get Donald Trump as a Republican candidate because nobody has ever said to him sir that's not true that's not true, what the fuck you talking about sit down, that's not accurate that's been disproven, you talking about trickle down economics, that shit don't work we been, like, that's how it occurs because people think that they can just say things without knowing things, you have to know things, you can't just talk and when things are disproven, then you are wrong, that's it I don't care if you want to call it an opinion well, it's my opinion, your opinion is fucking wrong please shut up it's tired of that. Alright. So, moving on to... And, oh, we're not going to have a long episode tonight, folks, because it is Wednesday. Um, you know, peak TV night, uh, Blackish and 
Queen Sugar comes on tonight, so and American Horror Story. Okay, so on the shit we watch. So, oh, and so I got all right. I gotta settle down now. So power is over. Thank God. So I think each quarter or each season, whatever you want to call it, we're gonna do three shows. That way it's not too out of hand. So this one we're gonna do. We already said Queen Sugar. We're gonna do Atlanta, and then Issa Rae has a new show on HBO, which is not started yet. It's called Insecure. And Atlanta's a half an hour, so is Insecure, so that's two half-hour shows, and then Queen Sugar's an hour. Doable. So we're going to do those three, and they're, all three of them are black shows. So, um, we'll do those, and then I think, um, the, what's the, the Chicago, um, what's the tattoo show? Chicago. Yeah, that starts up, but we do that, that don't take no time. So, that's what we're going to do. And be done with it. Okay, so... Uh, Atlanta came on last night. Did you see the latest episode? No. Did you see Queen Sugar? Yes. Alright. Did you see any of Atlanta? Um, I believe I'm on episode three, four. What, what, what happened? What happened in the episode? Um, the last one I saw was... girl had bailed him out of jail. Oh, the, the date, the date, the date. Okay, that was probably the third one. Alright, so what do you think of the show, Wade? What do you think of the characters? What do you think of it? Because um, I, got, I got stuff to say about it, but what you what you think about it? I really, I'm watching it just because for the show, but I really can do without it. Um, I appreciate Donald Glover's music. I'm not really too big in his TV. Um, to me, it's just, I mean, I guess I wasn't in Atlanta too much back in the day, so I don't really know. Um, it just seems like young, irresponsible bullshit, really. Yeah, I'm not. It's a good show. Um, it's good. I'm not. I give it like a B, not a B, like a B, like. And I and I and I, you know, I was like, I'm trying not to be hard on it because it's a black show, but this is, I think, this is like the last night was like the fifth episode, I think, fourth or fifth episode. So enough. And you know, I'm like I said before, I'm not a huge fan of Donald Glover. I'm just not. I think he tries to be too clever. Every now and then, he, you know, he's funny, but for the most, I'm just not. I'm not a fan of his brand of humor in the first place. Um, the the character again, I like Paperboy. Paperboy is the main character I empathize with. Earn, I find annoying, cause and I just like, yeah, it's like okay, then you dropped out of Princeton to do this, like, you know, I, I don't know, it's a, it's like a even paper boys and like none of them have any kind of anything, like. I mean, paper boys a rapper. He got a little buzz, a little bit. Um, he's trying to figure it, find his way. I get him, cause he sells drugs. He's trying to get out. He's trying to find his way. That's what he does. He raps and he sells drugs. What Earn does, I have no idea. He's trying to be Paperboy's rapper, uh, manager. Okay. But, like, nigga, get a job. Like, I just... You dropped out of Princeton, and your plan was what? Like, why did you drop out of Princeton? Like, I don't understand what the point of the show. Like, where are they trying to go? Like, I don't... And I guess maybe that's where I'm struggling with. It's like, what's the point? What's the point of the show? What What are we doing here? What's the conversation? Yeah, I don't... I, yeah, I don't, I have a lot of issues with the show, I didn't, that um, I just don't yeah, I just, I just wonder what is this supposed to be about, cause if it's about if this whole show is about Earn trying to find himself, like nigga you got a kid, I just don't have the patience I'm not gonna have the patience for it, like you have a kid it's not like it's just you, you have a kid you know what this feels like to me remember the PJs <laughs> yeah, yeah, Eddie Murphy yeah yeah, this seems like that same show, just with real people. It's like, it has no direction. It's just kind of like, you know, just taking little pieces of here, and like, there's no real, there's no real development. Like, you understand immediately who everyone is, what their role is, and it's like, where do you go from there? Like, are, are people going to evolve? Like, is Ern going to wake up one day and be like, let me pull this shit together? He need to. You know, is, Do- is Paperboy going to make it? Like, what the fuck is I think it's I think it's the personalities that are the star, but like they're not like I don't like Earn too much. 
his friend, um, Darius. I think I like the actor. I think the performances are great. The guy that plays Darius is awesome, but like his character is just like, okay, like this is Shaggy and Scooby. Like, what is what? You know what I mean? Like, all right, I get it. You're the you're the friend that's like smokes dope and, and comes from the angle that nobody knows. But it's just like. It's like very college, but none of y'all niggas is in college. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was a show about being in college, then it would make sense. Because that's the kind of dumb shit when you're in college. Like, that's the kind of dumb shit you do. You sit around all day, you smoke weed. Oh, let's go, you know, let's go buy a dog. Oh, let's go try to get some money and sell a phone. Like, you do that shit in college, right? Would make perfect sense. But ain't none of these niggas in college. They way grown, and one of them has a kid. I'm just not, I'm just like, y'all too old for this shit. Like, that's just, I keep watching it, like, you need a job, that's why I, 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 Paperboy, I don't have no complaints with, cause he's selling drugs, he's selling drugs, and he's trying to blow up out the music industry, okay, I understand that, I, that, I get, them other two, I don't get, like, y'all too old for this, y'all not, eight, y'all not 19 or 20, y'all like 25, 26, 28, y'all old, like, this, this little man-child thing y'all got going, it's not gonna work for me, um, like Pepperboy, we ain't seen him in the studio yet. No, he don't. He makes, but he has music. He's his his music is yeah, out there. Like him. people know who he is. He's a neighborhood name. I, I see that. I just I don't know, y'all. I'm gonna I'm gonna try, but I just where the hell I don't understand the show where it's going or what. We we'll see. Um, but you know I give it a B. It's got some. Bl- no shade. Like I think it's it's realistic. And, about to say the thing. The thing I like about it is that it's authentic. The way it shows black culture and black people, and it's not the you know it's how we like. That's I like that part of it, and that's why I give it. I'm like okay, they showing black culture how it is. You don't have random white people inserted. You don't have the old you know like this is this is how black people are. If you don't watch it or don't watch it, if you don't understand what's going on, oh well, we understand what's going on. I like that about it. When when he came to the house and his dad wouldn't let him in. That's what a real black daddy would do. <laughs> like, like nah. Last time you came in here, you shit in my toilet, and I ain't got no money. What you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, love you, son. Goodbye. Come back when you get your life together. That was what a real black dad would have did. Stuff like that, I like. You know what I mean? So, I like the authenticity of it. Um, But, yeah, like, all this excellent and greatest thing. I mean, I think Blackish, which is a similar show, but it's a network sitcom, is way smarter and way, way better, and it's a network sitcom, like, you know, but I'm gonna watch it, because it's not terrible, you know, I, I, I get, I didn't like, it's another thing, I didn't like it, I don't know if you got this episode yet, there was a scene at, um, when he was in jail, no, you probably did, when he was in jail, and it was a transgender, yeah, yeah, I didn't like that scene at all, I didn't like that, because I'm like, okay, we got the young, realistic, I felt like they could have used that platform to do other things, they humiliated her, and I didn't like that. I'm like, because I was watching the scene, and I was like, okay, I kept waiting for them to come around. Like, okay, they're going to come around, and it's going to come around. And it never did. The whole scene was like to make fun of her. And she ended up being him. And I didn't like I'm like, come on, man. Here we go. We got this young, brown, groundbreaking, black writers, black, and it's the same old shit. Now we're going to have a, a joke at the expense of the transgender. I didn't like that. Yeah. And I'm, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I was watching that, and I was uncomfortable. And at fir- well, at first, I wasn't uncomfortable because I was like, okay, this is great. This is going to attack the transphobia. Right. Like, this is excellent. And like you said, I kept waiting, waiting, waiting. And that time for it to, you know, kind of transition never happened. And I was just like, oh, you guys just going to leave it like that? Like, yeah. Just enforce that this is okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. I, I didn't like it. Um. They definitely dropped the ball there. And it just said it just put a bad taste on. I'm like, okay, this is what it's gonna be. Like that was an opportunity for you to be like, hey, black people, stop acting like this, or hey, black people, you know what I mean? That was a chance for you to do that, and you just did what every other dumb nigga does, which is let's make fun of the transgender and the dude that's dating the transgender. And that's what I mean by Donald Glover. Like you're not as smart as you think you are. It's not as clever as as you think it is. Like you know, um, yeah, then. So, you know, I give it a B. I, I don't, excellent, not not to me. But I appreciate it. It's a good show. Um, black writers, black cast, 
good on y'all, fist up and all that, but you know, I give I just it a want them to sit down and like revisit what they're doing and what the intention and what the purpose of this show is. Like I just like that that could have been a pivotal moment in, in black TV right there. Like they could have used that to propel the show and they opted out. I don't know if they didn't see it, if they didn't want to, I don't know. But that right there, example one is just like what are y'all doing? Yeah. It was very I didn't I didn't like it. Um alright, so you know, that's y'all. You know, so you said somebody sent an email said they they liked the show or what did you say the email said? Because oh, yeah. I asked y'all like let it let I'm just curious. Like, I mean, I see on the TL who I, again I said it seemed to be younger black guys that seem to like it. Understandable, but I, I'm not really seeing a lot of a lot of yay. This is great. Like I'm not seeing a lot of shout outs for it, like you see for black and some of the other shows. So I'm just wondering if it's just me. I'm trying real hard to, you know, not be negative, but it's like, I don't think it's that great. Um, yes, we have another, um, well, this is a repeat writer, yeah, Miss Rucker. Um, enjoyed the show as usual. Kels, thanks for sharing the story about your father. Also appreciated your take on law enforcement and police brutality. As for the Atlanta poll, I'm a 35-year-old black woman from Atlanta, and while I think parts of the show are authentic, the lack of plot keeps it from being great. So same thing we're saying. Um, they can't keep riding this downtrodden wave. Agree. Give us variety. Queen Sugar, on the other hand, is awesome. I love that it's a slow build, which gives it time to develop characters, stories, and show nuances of black life. It's exclusive to us. Yeah. Shout out to you. Okay, so it's not just me. That's two people right there. All right, <laughs> it's three of us. We all saying the same thing. All right, cool. I just want to make sure I wasn't missing it. It's okay. All right. So did you you, did you? you said you seen Queen Sugar or no? Yeah, I did. All right. What you think about Queen Sugar? Have, have you seen? Have you caught up to this week? Uh, I think it comes on tonight, right? Yeah. So you caught up to like before this episode? I think so. Yeah. What's the last episode you saw? What happened? Jog my memory, what happened on the last episode? Um, the, uh, oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the last episode, she found out that, um, they, they, so the, the lawyer that they hired was gonna offer the lady who says that her husband raped her, the, um, money to settle it. And the lady didn't take the money. And her son, <laughs> So her son has this white girlfriend at school, and so they was in the principal's office because the the white um, mom complained to the principal that said the little boy uh, sent his, her daughter a dick pic. Turns out it wasn't his dick pic; it was somebody else's dick pic. So she got like she cheating on him with some other boy at school that sent her, her dick pic. I might miss one. I might get one more. All right, did you? Okay, so that's what happened in the last one, and um. And, um, what else happened? Uh, that's the main thing that happened, and... They opted out of the land. What episode, or, or out of that the was the episode land. before that. So that's the one I, they figured out that it wasn't, didn't, it wasn't good business for them to sell the land because the deaths, they wouldn't have got nothing out of it. So it's better for them to try to work the land. That's what else happened. Um, Blue Angel went and spent $15,000 on some sugar cane and ended up getting some stuff that wasn't good that was all full of fungus, so he wasted that money. Because they only have a short time, like, they behind. Like, this, this, the um, cane season has already started, so they're trying to do this 300 just to turn a, a profit on it this year. So they, they up against up against time with that. So they pressed for that. None of them really a farmer. Um, the tractor was repossessed, so that's where we're at tonight. So tonight we're going to see... Because she's still going back and forth to L.A. Because she don't, you know, she believe in her husband and all this. I didn't rape her and all this and all that. Well, she just found out this last episode that the girl's not taking money. So, you know, it's looking like he raped this girl. Um, and, I, you know, I don't, I don't know why she believes him anyway. Because she keep catching him in lies. But whatever. Um, so, we're going to see what happens with that. And then, so that's where we're at this week. But what do you think about it overall? Like, the characters, how it's shot, like, what do you, 
I love the show. I think I th- I love it. I think it's shot beautifully. I love the characters. I think um, Charlie. I call her McPretty Face because she's gorgeous, man. Charlie is the light skin. The light skin one. The, the um, the one with the husband. That's the basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She is beautiful. Um. I like it. I. I appreciate that it shows like the the spectrum of black existence, right? Because usually we just hone in on either the suburban or the the um, the city, the city black life, right? So it's good to see actual authentic country living. Like this is really how that shit goes down in the country. Um, I thought I think that the brother is absolutely like bonkers. I they need to get him some but at the same time I can appreciate his existence in the show because we all have that cousin that brother, that father that's going through that kind of that dynamic and, and then having to be reinstated in society, trying to make it and feeling the pressures of being a black man in that, in that setting I mean, it's it, it is it's really well written in the way that it's that it's developing. I, I can appreciate that it has like three different stories going on and unfolding at the same time and linking into each other because um, that's the true black experience, a black family experience. You go to any family reunion, you pull all these people together, you're gonna get something along these lines um, that comes out. So that's good. Um, I really like the children. Um, Blue, love Blue. Um, I think Blue is going to be super important to this story. Um, And I relate to Blue because I had that relationship with my grandfather. Um, And so I'm going to be curious to see how he evolves in this. Um, And yeah, and and also about Charlie Sutton, what's his name? Um, his name? I don't know his name. I'm going to say Daniel, but I don't think that's right. Um, but I'm curious to see how he handles this, because it seems like he's like he's battling back and forth right now about, you know, being morally and ethically sound, but still having this familial tie to him, just like, you know, I gotta be loyal to my dad, even though he fucked up, and I know he fucked up, and, you know, but still my mom, and so... I'm, I'm more intrigued to I'm, I feel more propelled to keep watching this show because it's just like okay well I see this where this could go I see you know how this could be what the options are here so I'm curious to see that I definitely want to see how is it Ralph Ralph Angel yeah what happens with, with Ralph Ralph Angel yeah it's a good it's a good show I love it I think it's beautifully shot. I love the cult. That's, I keep saying that um, when I get everything paid off, I'm going to retire to Louisiana. Because my, fam- my, my my side of the family is from there originally. And so, you know, seeing everybody sitting on the porch like that, I was just like, yo, that's very familiar, you know, um, way back on the, you know, with the long driveways. Like, anybody that knows Louisiana knows how it is. The long driveways, the big porches. Niggas have, like, a porch goes all the way around the house. You can, like... You can hold a party on just the porches. That's how. I mean, that's how big them shits are. But I keep saying I'm a. I'm a. Uh, I'm a do that because I just go down there and like live on the bayou or somewhere. But anyway, I love it. Um, the layers, the textures is beautifully shot. It's written. The character development is great. I love this second episode with the funeral, where Nova was telling Charlie like, you know, this ain't how we do shit. Like, what are you doing? I mean. You know, with the with the um, but she dragged American Express. That's the only part I didn't agree about. I'm like, girl, put that shit on American Express. What y'all breaking that shit up over three credit cards for? That don't make no sense. If she want to put it on the card, let her put it on the card. Y'all worry about that shit later. But you know, when she was like, we don't feed our people at no 
catered bullshit. It was just great. I love it because people, you know, niggas on Twitter. Oh, she don't like her because she's light skinned. I'm like, it has nothing to do with her being light. If you watch this and this is all you getting out of it is because she's light skinned, you're stupid and you're not paying attention because all these family dynamics that are going on here are not about somebody being light skinned. It's because those two were raised there by one mother and she was raised out in California in a whole different life and a whole different experience by somebody else and clearly she doesn't come there very often and doesn't know them that well and that's what this is about it's not, that's the dumbest shit ever like some of y'all niggas are so fucking basic be like ugh yeah and um yeah that's important too and like even in my family in my experience so most of y'all know if you've been listening like my family they're farmers and I spent the first five six years on the farm too so I moved away mom got married and I went with her, but like coming back, that that's a very real that whole battle because the the immediate response from country people think about it, these people haven't left their zip code usually like they don't well they, they don't not have, that country like Nova lives in New Orleans well, not them but I'm saying but like I'm just painting the picture of the dynamic yeah. there so like anyone that lives in a big city that comes back it's like this. They feel like you have this presence that you, you know what I mean? You, you don't know anything but the lights. You don't know anything but fast living. You can't appreciate yeah. the quiet. Damn sure it can, because I'd be the city one going down south, and I'd be like, y'all niggas ain't bored. <laughs> this and what y'all niggas do all day? Why so quiet? Why so dark? <laughs> I relate to Charlie because she's not coming from that. Like, she recognizes, like, I don't know how any of this shit works, but I want to know, like, this is my family. And for me, like, when I go back, it's like, like, y'all, like, I ain't changed at all. Like, I'm taking my shoes off. I'm running through the dirt, too. Like, I might have missed some stuff here and there, but, like, I ain't forgot. Like, I know how Charlie tried to flex, though. She tried to flex, but... I mean, but that's what she knows. Right, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't, I, they took it away like she was trying to st- stunt on them. It wasn't that. It's just like that's how she handles things, and she wanted right, to be a part of it. She's like, y'all trying, y'all trying to do everything. Y'all trying to keep me out of it, and I want to do something, so this is what I do. And that's why that scene was great when Nova was like, look, this ain't how... But I knew it was going to be cool when they was in the funeral home and um, Nova wanted to show up her little voodoo whatever in the coffin and Charlie helped her. Yeah. I knew they was going to be cool then. I'm like, all right, she ain't totally forgot. That's what, that's what you knew. She ain't forgot. It's just, it wasn't that she was fronting. It's just like you said, I live in LA. I live in a whole different world. This is how we handle things. This is how I'm used to doing things. We just, what? We just gonna pay for it with a credit card. What? Here you go. What's the problem? Like, I, you know, I don't understand all this y'all doing right now. Like, that's, you know, so I definitely, any, any of us that's from places, we definitely empathize with Charlie. But I got what they were saying, too. Like, you know, you can't just come down here pulling out your card and, and just trying to make us feel small and shit. But that's not what she was trying to do. She was just trying to contribute and how, how she knows how to contribute. Like, what are we going to be arguing about putting it on three cards for? We could just put it on my card and I'll just pay it. Like, what's the big deal? It's not a problem. You know, she wasn't trying to make them feel away. Um, it's just... It's, it's, it's interesting to see pride in experience. Yeah. Say. Yeah. It's, it, I told you, it's, total, it's totally different from the book. So, it's, it's like, it's great because I'm watching it anew. Because, like what you said with, with Ralph Angel, it's a reason why Ralph Angel's like that. Because Ralph Angel was a drug addict, and it's a whole backstory behind Ralph Angel. And how, how and, but it's, they've changed it totally for the show. So, it's like, I'm wondering how, how they're going to reconcile it on the TV version. Because in the book, his baby mama ain't even alive. She OD. So, but on the show, she's there. So they have that pulling touch. So they're trying to make her like an unfit mom. But actually, they both was unfit. But she just OD'd. And in the book, they don't even know that she's dead. Um, so, you know, it's just watching it is great. Just to see how the different ways and the writing is great. And, you know, his aunt with the, the older aunt dating the younger guy, dating Hollywood. Um, and they changed that too because in the book Hollywood is Creole so he's light skinned with the curly hair and almost look white type Creole almost like the dude Nova's dating they made him dark skinned so um and Ralph Angel also in the book was the was light was light skinned Ralph Angel looks like blue in the book like he was light skinned he had the curly hair he's Creole again um Nova was the only one that was dark skinned and Nova's not their sister Nova was their cousin or something like that like she wasn't their sister in the book um so yeah so Nova is is the weed uh, 
Yeah, Nova's the Tara from True Blood. So Nova's the um, brown skin one. Charlie's the McPretty face, and Ralph Angel's the dude. They're three siblings. In the book, it was just Charlie and Ralph Angel, and they and, and the farm didn't get left to Ralph Angel. It only got left to Charlie. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's a great show. I love it. Um, I look forward to watching it. I think it's great. And y'all got to get it together, man. I be thinking we're gonna watch. Queen Sugar Live, and then y'all be watching American Horror Story, and then when I turn on American Horror Story, y'all be watching Queen Sugar Live, like, we need to get it together, I prefer to watch American Horror Story Live, and then watch Queen Sugar after, just because, I don't know, I just, I don't like having to wait on American Horror Story, but, you know, can we decide, anyway, alright, moving on, um, so, on to power, I'm gonna let you take the lead on power because I can't stand this fucking show. So goddamn stupid. I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> Go ahead. Roll through it. What happened on power? Damn, I'm blanking on everything. Exactly, because so, it's a dumbass show. No, I just. I compartmentalize everything. Um, Alright, so what, what do I Um, 50 or Kanan has Tariq knocked him out on some lean. He could have did that shit so many episodes ago. Why we had to go through all these episodes? He could have been did that. The lesbians are back. I guess he had to like you know plot and plan and everything. No, he didn't. That's the thing. All he had to do was take him to the crib and give him the shit like he did. I want him to kill this little nigga. I'm so Tariq is dumb. Tariq need to die for being stupid. He needed eight niggas to to to, to, to drug this nigga and take a picture. He could have did that on the first episode and. It could have been so much liver. Anyway, yes, that's what they did. Um, I had a question. Oh, James going to jail. What's up? Who? Who going to jail? Ghost. Oh, that, yeah, whatever. That shit, that whole part. Power, y'all gotta do better. That fucking 1988 shit y'all doing with the duck. Like, the feds came and they did this whole apartment scene and they ain't dust the window for Prince and then Angela gonna come back later with some duct tape and do some fucking MacGyver 1975 shit. Like, get, cut the shit, y'all. Get better. Um, um, I didn't see the very beginning. So, um, this plan that Ghost and Tommy came up with to I guess take back the club from the Serbians and shit what what was this plan? What, who came up with this? Um, I guess they came up with it as a youth, I, I think maybe Tommy might have actually been behind it um, essentially they um formed this conglomerate that they had the Serbians cornered at every at every turn and um, killed Milan. And apparently, the whole time, some of the Serbians were working with them to take out Milan. That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying about this show. Plot holes. Because where this been all season? And now all of a sudden, oh. And then they pulling out guns in the club. Whatever. Fine. 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 Angela is a DA. Arresting people doesn't happen, I'm sick of this burner phone shit, I'm sick of this don't know who this, nigga, it's five of y'all in the goddamn office, y'all get together on the calendars, okay, on such and such day we know so and so happened, where was you at, I was here, okay, couldn't have been him, that person wasn't even there, you know what, he was there, how about the next time, he was there, it's five of y'all like, y'all DAs, y'all fucking federal TAs, y'all supposed to be prosecuting federal crimes and y'all can't figure out who the snitch is in the five man office, I don't have a lot of confidence in your abilities, that's why you can't catch nobody, cause y'all a bunch of fucking dingbats, like what are y'all doing, then old boy goes over to his apartment, you ain't know he was gonna kill you homie, you thought he was gonna let you take him in, oh okay, just come take him to jail, ruin my whole career like, come on man, like, you know he was gonna shoot you, like you this, this dumb shit, I can't, um what else? The they the, the the this the part that almost made me turn this shit off. When them motherfucking lesbian came back from DC and they sitting in the NYPD cop car. Where the fuck you get an NYPD cop car from? How? How you doing that? You a DC cop. All that shit happened in DC. Now all of a sudden you a New York cop? Come on, y'all. This is what I'm talking like, yo, y'all do better. What are y'all doing? Like, y'all got a budget, I know. Y'all got 
time I know, like y'all, they didn't come in there at the last minute and be like, here, write a TV series real quick, like, y'all had time, like, come on, like, this is the kind of shit that's like, we can't take y'all serious, what are y'all doing? Y'all just, just plopped them back in because, like always, y'all had a plot hole, and then y'all was like, oh, you know what, we gotta bring them lesbians back, I know, let's just put them in NYPD car, like, y'all, come on, man, do better, do better. It's, it's, it's so many shows on TV that are so excellent, and they're so good, and y'all got this shit, and it's like Empire on cable, like, it's, it's that silly, like, it's so silly. Um, I, I just, I can't with it. Um, only watch it for this show, I swear to God, because y'all like it. I really would not watch it at all. Um, what else? That was about it. Angela arresting DAs don't arrest people. That was stupid. Um, um, I think that's it. Where's Keisha? <laughs> I think Keisha dead. Ain't nobody gonna look for right. Like, I think she did. Friend. Somebody <laughs> killed her. After she went missing and you can't contact with her, uh, yeah. gonna make sure ain't no crackheads came through and took all the weed. Like that's supposed to be your best friend, your girl, and you ain't seen her in days. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, hope Keisha ain't dead. Um, all right, y'all. Something or either that or she just like, I mean, she gave her that bag of money. So maybe did she take the money? She took the money, right? I feel she at first she refused it. Yeah, she refused it at first, but I think she took the money. Yeah, I remember the scene. She walked out the shop. She had the bag of money, so maybe she just jetted off somewhere with the money. I hope. Did Tommy walk in before she could get away? Walk in where? Tasha and Keisha were having a conversation, and Tasha wound up telling her, she was like, you were never supposed to find yeah, out. Yeah. Tommy was in the store at that time, and he overheard Keisha finding out what was really happening. But did they show Tommy leaving to, like, follow her or no, something? No, it never, it never went back. I don't think Tommy killed her, because Tommy was all broken up over killing Holly, and he killed her on accident. I don't see him just killing her. I, I don't see him. Oh, no, I feel like he kind of lost it after killing Holly, so... Maybe I mean it would be it would be in line with the show's writing, so perhaps. But um, yeah. Um, what was the other thing? I was I lost. I was about to say uh, something else to happen. Um. <coughs> oh, other part I missed because I like half pay attention. So the lesbian was trying to tell the dude to kill that boy, right? To kill Tariq? Yeah. <coughs> um, I'm not sure. I thought she was saying you gotta kill him. And the other dude was like, no, let's just kidnap him. No, I'm not sure. Alright. You mean the one where they were in the car? No, when they was in the apartment. And they was all sitting on the couch. And he took the picture to send to... What's her face? What's her name? Tasha, and they were sitting on the couch, and they was laughing, and she was like, yo, you gotta kill him, when the dude, when he was knocked out, I, I thought she told him that he had to, she had to kill him, and he was like, no, I'm just gonna kidnap him, I don't know, I missed that part, um, they can't, I mean, what makes sense to kill him, though? I wanted him to kill him, that boy needed to die just for being dumb, Tariq gotta die. You too grown for that. You were way too grown for that boy. Um. All right. So yeah, that was power. Hate it. Um. That's it. So sorry, y'all. We told you we ain't gonna be on here all day because we got shows to watch and shit. So you got um. Anybody got you fucked up? Um. No, not fucked up. I resigned from my job today. Oh, word. What happened? Why? I'm just done, bro. I cannot, cannot do that shit anymore. <laughs> so what you doing now? Um, right now I'm doing like lift, um, going to school, um, for the the barbering thing. Yeah. Um, I decided to pursue barbering, y'all. I've been doing it for a while. I just had a conversation one day and everything made sense about life, and I was like, hmm, I'm gonna do this, and this is gonna be my stepping stone to everything else I want to do in life. How long so is um, barber school? Going for it. 
Huh? How long do you got to go to the actual school? It's about nine months. Oh, all right. That's not bad. And then, so are you already in the shop now cutting or no? No, I'm, well, no. I'm mobile right now, so I'm just kind of like being an on-demand barber. Um, I got a couple clients steady that I've been rocking with for the summer. Um, what I mean, do, do you got like a shop that when you get your license, you're going to go in? Because that's all the, that's how you're going to learn how to cut. Like this, the license just tell you like chemicals and all that shit, but to like learn how to cut. Oh yeah. I mean, I go, my shop, um, actually I was having a conversation with my barber and the owner and their friends. Um, and he's getting, well, I'm good. Like I'm going to be in there. Them. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I spent a lot of free time. Well, what free time I have, I go in there. They kind of just mentor me on stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but eventually, I want to open up my own thing. But the mobile thing is, I like you know, what I mean, people like being able to call me and you come to wherever they need me to be. Yeah. Um, so. All right. So nobody got you fucked up then. No, I mean, I guess they got me fucked up to the point where I just said the hell with all this shit. What did they right say? Now, I'm good now. Like, niggas start losing weight immediately. <laughs> what did they say when you left? To tell you the truth, I kind of did it. I did. I went fucked up about it. So I haven't been to work since Monday. And I've called out sick because we don't get paid for sick time. Um, I sent my letter over today, like, effective such and such date. Um, a week from today. It's my last day. Um, and I'm off on Monday and Tuesday. So... <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I'm just kind of out here, just whatever. I I may go tomorrow. Probably won't. Might go on Friday. Probably won't. I mean, are they gonna pay you for them days? Yeah, I mean, it's time that I've accrued. So, so then, don't what you gonna go for? Just cash that shit out. Basically, fuck, I ain't going up in there. I'll be the fault one of y'all. Once I know, I ain't got to be in this bitch. Um. I got some news too. Well, I, I said it on Twitter, but I, you know, I'm superstitious. I'm not saying shit until I start my first day. But I do have a new gig. Um, I ain't telling y'all where ever, <laughs> but I do have a new job, and I'm excited about it. Um, but I've been chilling, so waiting for it, just waiting for my start date. Um, lately, so hopefully to be soon here, cause just getting a little. Been about three days, and I'm starting to be like. Alright, <laughs> I need something to do all day um, before I start sleeping mad late. Um, yeah, nobody who got, no, nobody got me fucked up, but like I had this like, this cough. I don't know if it's the allergies or like what, but I'm starting to worry that it's more because it's moving like up for, it started out in my chest and now it's like kind of up in my throat, like kind of an infection. So I'm trying to figure out if I should maybe just pop down to the VA real quick and see if they can look at it, but it take like two weeks to get an appointment with them, so I'm like, by that time I'll probably be working, I could just reg- go to the regular doctor uh, you know, cause I, I don't go to the VA, I only go to the VA for certain shit, I don't go to them for like serious health things, <laughs> like I go to them for like pills cause it's free, you know, you go there for like, I don't know maybe if I broke my arm or something, I would go cause that shit like that, they don't really fuck it up and it's free, like why well, I'm gonna do a copay with my regular insurance or a deductible with my regular insurance if I could go to the VA and get it done for free. So things like that, like I would do. But like if I had to have like surgery or like some kind of serious I need them to really figure out some serious medical shit, like I don't go to the VA for that. So I'm trying to figure out if I should just wait. Um But yeah, but nobody got me fucked up. It's been a chill week. Um the weather broke. Um, you know, it's all good. So, um, sure. Well, not too short. We ain't got y'all for two hours this week. Everybody, I uh, thank y'all for shouting out the story last week. I told about my pops. I thought I had told that story before. I told that story so many times. I told it on Twitter. Yeah, because it's so funny. Because, like, I was just thinking about today. I was like, you know what? Like, he really, like, he almost drowned. Like, I told the story mad quick, but he told stories like, he almost drowned. Like, he really, like, he really like almost drowned like they got him back but like cause he couldn't swim so you know you gonna swim back like nigga you guys he gonna swim back he can't swim 
So I've told that story so many times. And I and I should I said last week, I should have said the dude's name. The dude that owns the plantation. His name was Hart Boston. He always said that that name, Hart Boston. Um, you know, I don't know if, if he's anybody special, but he was in the clan and, and that's the and that's the guy. So, you know, same thing for fucking grandma. Like y'all y'all white people, you gotta understand. Y'all want this shit to be a long time ago. It was not a long time ago. Um the Brown vs. Board of Education was 1955. A lot of y'all parents was probably born prior to 1955. That's definitely in most millennials' parents' childhood. Like, my dad would have been, in 55, he would have been 12. So that was in his childhood. So, your grandparents may be child. I don't know. I don't know how the millennials work, but recent. Not, not some long, long history, black and white picture of gold thing that y'all tend to think it is. Um... All right, y'all. Get that's that's it for this week. What are we gonna call this? Um, uh, I think uh, something from Atlanta or. Well, I feel like it should be something about Mary J. <laughs> <laughs> What's the four one one? Yeah, what's the four one one? There we go. Boom. <laughs> Nigga, that shit is hilarious. Every time I think about it, I start laughing. All it right. just made it even more funny that she reacted on Twitter. She like, got yeah, mad. Yo, something about like them people that are like age, like I don't know how old is Mary, like maybe forty five. You think she's like forty five, right? Or she forty? How old is she, Mary? No, I think she's over fifty. Now. You think? I know she's older than me. So you think she's fifty? I think she's like four or five years older than me. No, she ain't 60. Get out of here. No way. I think she's like 45, 46. I don't think she's 50 yet. Because Diddy is... she not? Is she older than Diddy? Oh, you're right. She's 45. Okay. Okay, so that 45 to like... How old is Denzel? Denzel like 50, 55, right? That, that 45 to like 55 generation that don't really get, like, the internets, and they don't really get the snaps, and they don't really get the tweets. They be getting... 61. Okay. Oh. Alright, so never mind. He's way older. They be getting mad as hell at, at the memes, and <laughs> they be getting mad. They don't understand. Like, they think it is a personal attack, and, like, take it away. Like, nigga, it's just, it's jokes. It's nothing to do with your whatever little calls you got going on. She was mad as shit. They called us crabs in the barrel. Like, nigga, nobody trying to bring you down. It's just you look crazy, and it was funny. <laughs> Hillary was looking at you crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, episode, uh, give our, give our, um, did you give our stuff? Just now? Nah, we didn't get Alright, so thanks, y'all, um, for joining us for this episode 74. Reach us at, um, our email, Podcast at gmail.com. Or on the podcast Twitter, which is thanks underscore for asking without the G. Um, what else? Oh, don't forget to like and subscribe and comment. Or subscribe. You don't gotta like. Don't. Um, I figured out they don't do too much. Subscribe. Yeah. Um, on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Tell your friends. Um, we appreciate you. And also. If y'all got any show suggestions for us to review for not this season, but coming up, and y'all know the kind of shows we do, so don't be suggesting no dumb shit. But y'all, like, let us know if y'all if it's something that y'all want us to do because we be I'll be kind of struck because I watch a lot of shit, but I'll be try I try to get shows that are that are that are relevant to what we do here and what we talk about and and pop culture and that are interesting that other people watch. So I be struggling sometimes because I watch a lot of shit and I will be doing a lot of different shows that y'all niggas might don't watch, like, I do the, the Americans and Fargo, two of the best shows on TV, and I only, like, only five of y'all watch either one of them, so, if y'all could think of, you know, come up with something, let us know, um, alright y'all, so, thanks for listening, thanks for asking, um, and we'll see y'all next week, peace. Peace, y'all.